Hi everyone, welcome to Business for Builders uh, podcast. Welcome to you if you're in YouTube land. Uh, my name's Max, I'm the CEO of Smith & Sons Remodeling Experts here in Canada. And uh, today, a uh, quick one about uh, clients or prospective clients that try and screw us over. No, not really. Um, what I want to talk about today is those in the negotiation process where you've got clients that either want to lowball the shit out of you or they want to negotiate. Um, you know, and this is this is a subject that I sort of hesitated to cover off, but you know, I felt I needed to have a crack at it because uh, I think that depending on you know where your business is at, and I'm obviously talking to general contractors that do business with homeowners mostly. Our preferred client profile are, are homeowners, those that are between the ages of fifty and seventy. Uh, we don't do work for other businesses usually a very tiny percentage and usually it's because we know somebody um, that's you know close to us and we want to help them out but uh, commercially we don't normally go looking for that it's not part of our our you know seo it's not part of our adwords program uh matter of fact i think there are even some some negative uh adwords perhaps revolving around you know words like you know businesses or realtors no offense um and so really you know we don't the biggest thing that we 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 come up against, I think, is is more about, oh, Max, I didn't realize it was going to be that much. You know, in the estimation process, in the estimate, the initial, what's the budget going to be? Um, and so I think a lot of the time, first thing that's a real struggle for a lot of GCs is they they struggle with getting to talking about the money. And so, you know, look, it's, it's, it, it's a natural go-to for our guys. And not that we say that they've got to talk about the money first, but we have to at least address what the possibilities or the potential cost for something like, you know, this project is going to be because guys and gals, you've got so much to do and everyone's nodding their heads. It's like, I don't need any practice doing estimates. I already know, you know, how to do stuff. And you're going to get people that will walk into your life, knock on your door and say, I need a quote. And then they'll lead you around by the nose and then you'll go crazy and you don't know what to do with them. And so, you know, I would expect that, and look, it all comes down to technique. And so, you know, I think with how I do sales, I love to go there first because I'm just a no bullshit operator. I just want to talk to you about, you've called me up, you've got me out here, you want to chat about your project. I want to chat about, you know, some of, some of the things that are important to me, and that is to make sure that you have a realistic expectation of what this addition or what this basement remodel or what these bathrooms are going to cost you. And so, you know, I, because I'm, you know, we think about tickling their ears up front and try to be buddy buddies with them. And I don't necessarily think that building rapport is about being buddy buddies with your clients. I think you can be, you can build rapport by, by being fairly firm. And I talk a little bit about firmness with courtesy. And so when I'm out there chatting with clients, I want to be able to establish some parameters because then when I do that, let's say if I'm talking to you and you're saying to me, Max, I need the ensuite done and I need the, the bathroom done. And I might say to you, hey, Bill, I, I can give you a rough estimate. You know, this is what I've experienced. This is what I know from my historical data. Uh, I know that that bathroom is going to cost you 20 and that, that ensuite is going to cost you about 30. How do you feel about this project costing you between 45 and 60 grand? And, you know, I think if you've, if you've been listening to this podcast a little bit, you'll know that I've, you know, mentioned this, the way we go about establishing the estimate, not because I'm trying to freak the client out. Um, 
it's because I'm really trying to to do to decipher or to discern between who are the players and who are the pretenders. You will get time wasters, tie kickers, wood ducks, and people clients that that don't you know necessarily give a rat's ass about you and your time. Just want to know the details, and I'm sure you've busted your ass and put together quotes that have taken you hours and hours and hours and you've sent them off to clients and they come back to you with a one-line email saying, oh, no, thanks. It was more than we thought. We're not going to go ahead with it. Now, you know, so that's, you know, that's really the onus is on you, the builder, to be able to establish who are the players and who are the pretenders. And then, of course, the next step is we go to a quantity takeoff service, which means we're going to offer our services with all of our contacts and all of our network and we're going to come up with a fixed price. If you don't know how to do that, you're in trouble. If you don't do cost, if you don't do fixed price and you do cost plus, you get, you're going to be this not going to work for you anyway. So there's you can see how there is quite a um, you know it's quite an intricate program. There's a lot of science and psychology in what we do. But let's say you've done all of that and you present this bid for these two bathrooms and you told them it was going to be between forty five and sixty and you say look we're at you know fifty eight thousand plus tax whatever the relative tax rate is in your area. And all of a sudden they go, and I've had this, I've had one of my guys tell me that some dude asked for a senior's discount. And, you know, I respect that. And, and I'm telling you right now, I'm not against that. So I'm just, I'm, what I'm always on the lookout for is the intent. Is this guy just going to lowball me just because he wants to play games? Or, or can I, or is, is it a legitimate case whereby I can apply some, some grace and maybe just, you know, that's, it's your business. You can do whatever you like. It's your profit. It's, it's your cash flow. Um, but I'm talking about people that really, uh, I think, is almost an unnecessary, they're just trying it on. I'm sure you've all done it. You've gone in to buy a motor car. They've said it's going to be X, Y, Z. And you've gone back and said you've got only 30% and you've played the game. Um, but look, if someone, if, if I would say, if someone's come to me and said, well, Max, I want you to knock off 10 grand on this 60 grand job, that would say to me that I haven't done a good enough job developing or demonstrating the, the value. And so, you know, I think for, uh, for, the, for us builders, a lot of the work goes in up front. And, and, you know, especially what we do, and if you're in cost plus, you may not have to do this as much because you've just got to get a basic estimate together and then, you know, a couple of page document and you're off to the races and away you go with your cost plus setup plus your management fee percentage. But... You know, if, if someone comes to me and, and wants to try and lowball me and wants to, you know, ask discounts, I automatically think I've missed it somewhere. I've not demonstrated the value. Uh, or alternatively, as a builder, I've not talked to them up front. See, it's almost like I would never get asked, Max, can you give me a discount? Or Max, can you, low, you, know, can you, can you, can you reduce the price? And the simple fact is because I've done all of the work up front, so it's almost like it's a, it's a moot point. It's not something that I ever have to, to talk about. But any of my guys that come to me and say, uh, I, the, 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 you know, I would have got that job, but the guy wanted me to drop 10 grand. Straight away, immediately in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, so you haven't demonstrated the value. You haven't really been able to find out what was important to the clients and made it important to you, the builder, and then explained how it is that you do, you're going to bring the value to that client. And, you know, this is why we work hard at Smith & Sons. This is why we, we talk a lot about client peace of mind and satisfaction and security. Those things are, you know, they're emotional drives. Nobody wants to go to bed at night wondering what this project's going to cost. I've got clients that, that rang me only last month saying I need Smith & Sons guys to come back and talk to me about the next you know, part B or stage two of my project 
because you guys quoted 300,000 and this other guy said it was going to be 220 and now he's busted it through the $300,000 mark and he's still only got, you know, he's still got 20% of the project to go. So this is why, you know, in some situations we can't win, but this is the thing. We put the budget out. Let's talk about that job around 300,000. There's 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 estimates in the system that said it's going to cost you between 280 and 320. And it's ironic that she comes back and says they're 300,000 in and they've still got 20% of the project to go. So it's, it's looking like she's going to spend over and above the 320, 330 that we were talking to her about. And yet even us, we even as hard as we work to demonstrate the value, some clients are just all price orientated. And, you know, I think we've got to res- resign to the fact that you can't sell to the unsellable when you've got clients that are just price orientated and you've done everything you, you've, you can do to demonstrate the value and talking about, you know, the things that, that might actually be important to clients, like going to bed and knowing what it's going to cost, what they're going to get and how long it's going to take. Those sorts of things is what we focus on. And if someone can't see that and they're all price orientated, um, it really isn't, uh, it, it's not something that I can change their minds in very quickly. It's through experience where people come to us and, you know, we talk about what we do and immediately they identify and they go, yeah, that's important to me, that's important and that's important. You tick all the boxes, um, where do I sign? And, you know, I've, I've mentioned often that, you know, our guys feel like in some cases they're order takers. People have already decided that they want the experience that Smith & Sons has to offer. And it's such a massive advantage. And, you know, the, the guys in the business, it's it's such, it's so rewarding for me because I'm the guy that's talked to them about, you know, joining this this franchise group in construction in Canada, which is unheard of. It's very unorthodox. But, you know, you know 12 months, two years, three years down the track, and, and these guys are more pumped about their business development than they've ever been. And it makes me feel good because they're still experiencing the value. They, they feel like there's so much more business development to go on. And so, you know, I think you, if you're getting, you know, lowball offers from clients and, you know, have you, have you ever had this? Oh, no, sorry, sorry, fella. We've uh, decided to go with another builder or another general contractor. That's that's sort of a nice way of saying, well, you know, we didn't we didn't like dealing with you. You were too expensive, uh, and this guy he's given me the price that tickled my ears. Uh, you know, I think that there's there's a lot of uh, distractions within the quoting process. Um, homeowners will think that it's great to get four or five quotes from general contractors. The challenge is they will get that much information; they're not going to be able to cope, comprehend and process. And I think. You know, that really a lowball offer from a client or an a request for a discount is is really just a fairly rookie move. They don't know. See, they think it's all about price. What they like, my lady with the three hundred thousand dollar job, she was just looking at price. What she's now learned is that there is a value that's associated with the services of a general contractor, and it's 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 amazing that in the construction world, especially in renovations, you can have such a massive difference between what one builder says is the price for this reno and then what another builder says is the price. And it really comes down to my background versus your background as another general contractor and then maybe a third and the client can end up terribly confused. And uh, it's no wonder because my ability to estimate and the next guy and the next guy, who knows where he got his training and where he got his experience from. So instead of having sort of some a cluster of prices, you know, the price variation could be substantial. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that if, you've, if you're getting hit up all the time for discounts, 
I would even I would even possibly say that the clients have smelt blood in the water. They have realized that you are desperate for a job. And the client maybe has got some background in, you know, psychology and science and 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 even sales and they can they can smell it. I know I can. I mean, I've done a few deals at car yards and things like that. And I can tell when a salesperson is desperate to make a deal. And it's, I can, it's tangible. I can feel it. And I, then all of a sudden, I feel that I have the leverage. And so something's happened in your process, in your sales process, to give the client the chops and the feeling uh, that they can then push back on you and say, actually, I think I can, I can close this deal for 10% less or whatever the case may be. And so, you know, if you're having that happen to you on a regular basis and your, your interaction with prospective clients is, is not a very happy one and your, your close process, and, you know, I talk a lot about sales process and, you know, one of my big hitters at the moment, um, he come to me initially and was, seemed to have really good ability to uh, get the phone to ring and he had lots of quotes out there and he was doing a lot interacting with clients. And then when I looked at his list, I'm like, hey, dude, why haven't you closed this one, this one, this one? He had this list of outstanding quotes. And he's like, well, you know, they're out there and it's it sort of makes me feel good, the fact that I've got some possibilities out there. And what that said to me, not that it was a bad thing, but what it said to me was that he was afraid to go and close the deals. And when I say close the deals, I'm not talking about going to contract. I'm talking about knocking them off the fence, knock them left or knock them right, because it's going to give you a false sense of security if you think that that, that represents any kind of work, because it doesn't. You've got to figure out who are the players, who are the pretenders, who are the people who are going to sign, and who are the people that are just basically wasting your mental space, because I'm telling you, if they haven't got back to you, they've checked out. It's taken up mental space in your head, however, and you're the one who thinks there's potential there, when if you were to be honest with yourself, it's not there. So, you know, I think there's something. What you want to do is keep a clean, um, a clean set of heels. You do not want to get bogged down. You want to keep moving. Um, but, you know, that would then straight away, it brings me back around to the whole lead generation top of funnel. You, you know, if you're only getting two or three leads a month, uh, you know, with a forecast value of maybe a couple of hundred thousand, you're not really, you're not really doing enough to give you because you're only going to close maybe 20%, 30% of those leads. You're going to close one deal a month. And maybe that's all right for you. But if you want to develop a business and you want to go from being a self-employed, a self-employed person to a, a business owner where you have money, make money, then, then you're never going to make it. You're never going to make it at that rate. So there's a lot of shifting that goes on. Of course, you know, I, was just, I just met with a guy today about um, a franchise, you know, here, here in Vernon. And, uh, you know, he just says it's such a relief to know that the branding and the marketing and the lead generation is already taken care of. And he literally just has to jump in the in the driver's seat and drive this Ferrari, uh, you know, business model that is that is Smith and Sons. So, you know, guys and gals, if you're getting low balls and you're getting asked for dis- discounts, it's really they're the symptoms of a of a deeper problem, and that is that a you're not getting enough leads, and b you're probably not qualifying hard enough, or c you just haven't defined who your target market is, or your client avatar, uh, or your preferred client profile. So. You know, I hope that helps. Uh, you know, be sure to uh, like and subscribe. Uh, drop a comment below. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. Feel free uh, to email me. I'd love to hear from business guys and gals that are, you know, got some questions about business development, business systemization, uh, borderline even. I might be able to give you some advice on marketing and things like that. Feel free to uh, hit me up on email, max at businessforbuilders.ca, uh, or you can text me on 250-241-8866 if you're uh, – 
if you're that way inclined. But um, I appreciate you. appreciate you spending some time with me. Have a great day. Go build a kick-ass business, and I'll see you on the next episode. Cheers.